Good morning, our boys. Ah, Lili Nishmasimim Merosi Ruspas Mordechai. Raboisai. Here's a picture of somebody next to somebody else. I, I think this is in the Merkaz here in Ramabat Shemesh, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody spotted at the Shasathan. Anybody know who this is? There's no name with it, but it's obvious. This is Ellie Dykeman. This is Dan Rubinoff running and learning at the same time. So in the beginning, I thought maybe it's a, it's not 100% MS, but then I saw the, the AirPods in there. It's, it has to be, it's MS. Dan Rubinoff, you know who he is. He has the record. He's been at the most shiurim in different cities in the world. The record. This is by Alex Gilden. MDY gets a root canal. Since we just spoke about losing molars in your jaw in today's daf, years ago when I first started my practice, I thought it would be a good idea to have a touchscreen monitor in front of the patients. Most of the time it's for kids, cartoons, but I figured it would be helpful to get a chance to learn some Torah for both myself and an adult if they should choose so. Torah anytime is one of the destinations to go. When I saw this patient walk in today with his arts rule in hand, I figured we both could benefit from listening to the daf. I'm sending this picture with his permission regards the Dr. Factor and David Feinberg, Alex Gilden, the both aren't here today. So it's a great picture though. Yesterday, he said to me, how come I never get to call that? Feinberg? Feinberg? Yesterday, he said. <laughs> this is really anonymous for obvious reasons. The reason I'm reading this email is because, here, move over. This is the line right here, sorry. Is it any way to get these guys in a little bit? Thanks. Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Freulach. And? A son. Shalom Aleichem. My wife had a tough relationship with her father growing up. Many Ashkafic issues in Yiddishkeit. She didn't work those out. Growth minded said, modern orthodox. I'm half and half, he says. I always try to set myself up for growth. And when I found the rebellion at the start of Celestinus, I was hooked. I even managed to sign up a few other people from Megillah, my cousin as well. Lastly, last week was a really rough week at home. And during a tough moment between my wife and I, she said, you care more about the daf than me. <laughs> I haven't been able to watch this year since. It's funny, but it's not funny because I spoke to some people and a few people have this issue. So I want to address it actually. And I don't know what to do, he says. How could it be that Daf Yoim is a source of a Shalom Bais issue? I'm at a loss. I can't believe that my learning the Daf could lead to such a negative feeling in her, but I don't want to cause her pain. What am I, gonna, what am I doing wrong? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Shkoyach and Gedvach, Mr. Anonymous. So, the most I can tell you is that she is right. The wife has to feel that she is number one. She's number one. You also have to explain to her that the... What you, okay, I get five minutes from here? Great, thank you. Uh, you have to explain to her that the schar that you have in this world and in Oil Abba is split equally, and she's a part of it. Another thing you could explain to her is, like everybody else knows and says, is that the daf will make you a better husband. So it's in her benefit that you do the daf. It's in her benefit that you'll be a better father, a better businessman, and everything else. As long as she knows that. But number one is, she has to understand 
the cheese number one. And if you make the daf number one, it might be a problem. So if you build a getchka of some sort or put up a picture of some sort, not a good idea. Shkoyach. This week, I want to explain it a little bit. We are going on a Motzei Shabbos only tour through Eretz Yisrael. So this past Motzei Shabbos was in Yerushalayim. This coming Motzei Shabbos is in Ranana. No, I'm not going to be there for the whole week. Somebody asked me, two people said I missed this coming Motzei Shabbos at the Eltis residence in Ahidakar, 62 Ranana. Be there. Great. There are some people, somebody said he has a house there. Here from Ramavachan, he might go there for Shabbos. A few people told me that actually. So, this idea of me matching, besides getting all those emails and everything, didn't really work out very well for me. One person took me up on it, $18,000. I was hoping for a little bit more. So now I'm changing it around, Raboy. I'm changing it around. For the next two days, I will match every single dollar that comes in. So be my partner. Donate one Gemara, donate three dollars. I'm your partner. How many Gemaras did you donate, Judah? Five, Five Gemaras from Judah the other day. Donate one Gemara. I'm not going to do a whole campaign here now for you guys, but any dollar that you donate, I will match. Make me pay, Rabbi Say, make me pay. It's not costing much. I got all this. How much is not giving this time? Eh, he, gave an, he, gave, he gave beautifully. It's How much are you giving this time? Oh, let's start it. Let's start it. I know. I was trying to protect you there, Yosef. <laughs> Do not edit it out. Rabbi Farquhar is here. Shalom aleichem, Rabbi Meir. Rabbi I want to say this. Mesechtes Chagiga is starting this coming Friday. It is the last opportunity. To learn a very short Masechta of only 26 days and make a seal. The next opportunity for a very short Masechta is in the year 2025. <laughs> so bring your friend, tell them join mdy.com. It's a Gishmaki Masechta, it's full of Agadata. You will love it. If you never made a seal, this is your opportunity to make a seal. If you made a seal, this is an opportunity to make a seal for a loved one. Bring them all. And I have to, oh, the Gemara is just short. I've never seen this. This is the first time I'm going to see this. This is what a Gemara looks like, the brand new Chagiga. And when you open it up, you have platinum, gold, and silver right over here. And 300 names right over here. So anybody that actually joins today, all 300 people, I don't know if you can see these names. Oh, zoom in. Let's see. Your name is in there somewhere, all 300. One of a kind, if you join. This is also in Hebrew. Give all the good stuff. We have plenty of Gemaras here in Eretz Yisrael. Hit us up for bulk. If you have a place, you want to stand in a corner somewhere, like those guys are in Madashkal, then only the normal guys are doing it so far. So you want to be a little bit of Meshuggah and stand somewhere? We have bulk. Vasnach? That's it for now, I guess. Do you want to show that video of Hill Kamiansky's daughter? My number one fan. Ricky, are you going to sleep? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? What are you doing? Yeah. 
eat ravioli. With who? Ravioli. Who's ravioli? I need to find it. She didn't want to go to sleep because she wanted to do daf yomi. That was a nice shot and it wasn't rehearsed. Not going to sleep. I got to do daf. She has to do the daf now. With who? What's the Shabbos? True story? Here, get over here. Tell me that semis. That it wasn't rehearsed. Come here. Tell the oilum that it's not rehearsed. Not rehearsed. What's the Shabbos? Wouldn't go to sleep. Don't, don't buy it, Lamais. Don't buy that excuse. A lot of kids. What? She's Hollywood, California. The coil sponsor of the month is Mr. Anonymous, Lili Nishmas Chayo Bas Yosef. Cotton is dedicated by the Kessel and Davis families. Rafur Shleiman from Miriam Esther Bas Dvorah Bikarov. Michael and Jamie Ben Melo, in memory of Dvorah Fego Bat Shmuel, Menachem Mendel Ben Elchana. May the Nishamas have an Eliyah. May Hashem bring Mashiach Bikarov. Jonathan Eltis. Oh! I bet you that's the same person, right? Let me see. Eltis residence. I'm sure it's the same person, no? It is? Yishkoyach Jonathan, for opening up your home. Jonathan Eltis, in honor of Jonathan Austin. Another guy from Renata, for introducing me to MDY. Rebdova Pazner, from Thornhill, who now learns Mishnah Yisyoyim because of MDY. And of course, rebelli for all that you do. I'm telling you, this, this, this Daf Yoyim, there's nothing like it. It makes you do Shnai Mikra, Mishnah is working out, being consistent. The Shloishim, Reb Shalom, not yet. Reb Shalom Baruch Yudah, Zerchon Lebaruch Ben Rabbi Yosef Yichil, Michal Shlita, Reb Yidi Lebowitz. Mom and dad, in honor of my two boys, Elisha and Yisrael, joining MDY with Hanin and Kayla behind the cheering squad. By Rafi Hecht, Lili Nishmas, Shlomo Amtziob, Leiv Ben Rafal Yecheskel. I wonder if that's his grandfather, his name is Rafi. The Nisham should have an Aliyah. We are holding towards the bottom of Chof Hayamad Beis, two, four, six, eight, and ten lines from the bottom. When Rebbe Zero was Nifter, and you notice that his name is Rebbe Zero, sometimes it's Rav Zero. The professional eulogizer said about him. Rebbe Zero was born in Shinar in Bavel. And Eretz Yisrael brought him up. That's why sometimes he's called Rav Zeira because he was in Bavel, and sometimes he's called Rebbe Zeira because he's in Eretz Yisrael. Oy nala, Amru Rakas Tveria says, Oy vei, ki ibda klichem dasa. He lived in Tveria. It lost its beautiful vessel. Kinoch nafshidir babo, achitu amudei de kesari maya. The pillars shed tears. The Rebbe Yosi Shafu Marzevei de Tzpari Dama. The gutters. Poured out blood. The Rabbi Yaakov, Aschemiu, Koychvei You were able to see the the stars were visible during the day. In other words, the teva, the nature of the world, changed that day because of the tsar. The Rabbi Asi Yakru Kolilunayo. There was a storm and trees were uprooted. I was in Yerushalayim on Shabbos, and there's trees all over the neighborhood from the snowstorm. Nechisu, the Rabbi when Rabbi was nifter, Nechisu, Kefei the Nura. Merikia, there was uh, like, um, what is it called? Hail. What? Fiery stones. Says Rashi, If you remember, Psachim, he learned that it was such a Kadosh, he never even saw the image on a coin. 
So in his honor, all the coins that had images, they became flat, without an image. All the statues of the kings, they were cut down. Does anybody know of anybody by the name of Yosef Shalom, Eliashiv? Like a full name? Because Eliashiv is a first name also here, you see. So if you want to be cool, you do Yosef Shalom, Eliashiv. You do the whole name, Stefanski. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yashiv, only I would do something like that to my kid. What? Yeah, super cool. The Rebbe Yashiv, Rebbe Yashiv was nifter, Ichasru Shivin Machtarosa Ben Arda. Over here you see a big, big side that people don't understand. Not me. I'm the good guy. The Rebbe Yashiv, when he was nifter, there were 70 tunnels, you know, these Hamas tunnels, but they weren't able to ever use them and get in and steal and because he was nifter, the shmir went away. A lot of times we don't realize. We don't know. We don't know what's going on behind. All of a sudden this thing happens. There's a certain shmir. The Torah is able to protect us. As soon as he was gone, 70 burglaries. This is hailstones. The bridges, they kissed each other. In other words, they collided and broke. But if you pay attention, when, the, when was Rabbi Nifter compared to Rabbi Yosef? Two and a half years later, the famous story, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yosef was, uh, was Sinai. And he, you know, the 22 years, he, didn't, he knew that he's going he's gonna to be the... Bekitzer, he let Rabbi go first, and then he was Rosh for two and a half years. So they were Nifter two and a half years apart. It seems like the same thing happened twice. Nosh Kibbeh Pras, Adot. Dabai Barava, both of them were nifter, also different times. The bridges hit each other. The palm trees had thorns. So going back to. Oh, I didn't read this one. Oh, okay, different time. A professional stitch. Shilush, a very rudimentary stitch. So we're talking about Ichui. These are the, the tears that you do. You rip Korea, you can never put it back. Hakorea al-Oviv v'alimoy, you never sew it back together. Val Rabbi Shalom the Torah, on a Rebbe that taught him Torah. Val Nasi, and the Nasi of Klai Yisrael, you don't sew it back perfectly. Val Avbezdin, and Avbezdin. Val Shmui Sarois, bad rumors. Guy went to the doctor. The doctor said, I have good news and bad news. The good news is, you're going to die in seven days. What? So then what's the bad news? Uh, the bad news is, that it took me six days to find you. <laughs> so there's bad news. When you find bad news, and the Gemara is going to explain what it is, you have to do Kriya. Valbikas Hashem. We learned yesterday, we're going to learn today. There's a Masechta called Masechta Simchas, Smachas. And we said it's all about Avelos. The Gemara is all about using clean language. So Birkas Hashem, a bracha of Hashem, doesn't mean a bracha, means the exact opposite. Somebody cursed. And for that, Yechayev Misa for cursing Hashem. Val Seva Torah Shenisraf, 
Asevet Torah that was burned. You rip Kriya and you don't sew it back. Valor Yehuda. So we have three categories here. We have the cities of Yehuda. Val Amigdash, the base Amigdash is the number one. Val Yerushalayim is number two. Yehuda is three. So we're going to see in a second. If a person sees the cities of Yerushalayim, Bechurban, he's not going to rip Kriya on the cities of Yehuda. If he tore because he saw the Beis HaMikdash without going through Yerushalayim, somehow he's in a bus. He didn't pay attention where he was. The view is obstructed and he sees the Churban Abayas and then he sees Yerushalayim so he adds to the tear a little bit. Says the Gemara, now the Gemara is just going to go and explain where do we know all this. We're talking about Eliyahu Hanavi going up in fire to, to Shemaim. Vumitzayek, and he screams, Ovi, Ovi. How does it go? What's the niggin? Ovi, Ovi. Huh? Ovi, Ovi. Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Baruch Hashem, I wasn't enough of these. Ovi, Ovi. Ze, Ovi, Vimoi. When Elisha screamed, Ovi, Ovi, he considered Eliyahu Hanavi like a mother and a father, so he said it twice. Ovi, Ovi. Rechev Yisrael Ufarasha. We're going to see a beautiful pshat. Rechev is the chariot, the chariot of Yisrael. Then when they go to war, he's the chariot and he's the horseman. What does that mean? Zer Rabbi Shalim the Torah. My mashma, where do you see it in the words? Kimitagim Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was blind. He would always translate the psukim into Aramaic so he didn't have to say the psukim about Peh. Rebbe, Rebbe, the tabloid in Yisrael, Bitzloise Mirtichinu Froshin, Froshin. That Eliyahu Novi, Avi Avi is greater. I much rather Eliyahu Novi on my side because he can knock out 800 soldiers in one shot. They burn into a crisp, one tefillah. A lot more than my tanks, than my Rechev and Parashim and my, all my soldiers and my horsemen. That's what he's saying. But nevertheless, Avi Avi is father and mother. Rechev Yisrael Farashav is. The Rebbe that taught him Torah, that you, you rip Kriya and you don't sew it back. How do you know you don't sew it back? Just pay attention, remember this a little bit. Because the Rishonim used this as part of Exer Shava. He tore it and it was two tears. We have the same Sogi and Davchav Beis. Slightly different outcome, maybe. They take out the word L'shnayim over here. It doesn't matter. The point is that it's L'oilam. Why does the Torah repeat itself and say that this tear was to two? A tear is two. You take this, you rip it, it's going to be two. The point is that it stays two forever. But Eliyahu Novi went up to Shemaim, he's still alive, so why did he tear on him? Elisha is not going to see him forever. And he saw this Benevua. He knew he's never going to see him. Therefore, For him, that's it. He's gone forever. He tears. But anybody else, a Rebbe leaves. Even if he says, I'm going to leave. I'm never coming back. I'm going to Eretz Yisrael. I'm not coming back. You might see him. You might go to Eretz Yisrael. You might come. Whatever it is. He's never going to see Eliyahu. So he did. Kriya. How do we know that you tear for these things? So you see, it's the same positive I told you a second ago to remember. Same Lashon. Over there it says, Over here it says, 
So they learn from here, the rush says that there's no, you don't, you don't sew it back together nicely. Says the Gemara, the Pasuk says, they were maspid and they cried and they fasted on what? Al-Shol, you're talking about David Melech, his biggest enemy, the one that wanted to kill him every day. Shaul died, he tore Kriya. Val okay, best friends. But Yohainu son was Shaul's son. Val Hashem, Val Beis Yisrael, Kinoflu Becharev. When Yoyada brings from his son, that perhaps Val Hashem, Val Beis Yisrael, which is a double lotion, Alam Hashem is referring to the Talmud Chachamim of Klai Yisrael, Val Beis Yisrael, and the rest of Klai Yisrael, Kinoflu Becharev. Says the Gemara, Shaul Zenasi. Shaul is the Melech. So he's like a Nasi. Nasi is the closest you can get to a king. Yohainasan, Zav Bezdin. Alam Hashem al Beis Yisrael, Elu Shmuiz Harois. He heard that they fell in war, in battle. For that, Klai Yisrael loses battle. Yitir Kriya. Only Rav Shwal, Rav Kahano, Abema Adahavakulu. Maybe you need all of these. You need that the Nasi should die, the Bezdin should die, the Klai Yisrael should lose in a war. That's what it says in the Apostle. But the Pasuk didn't have to say the word Al. And the fact that the Pasuk kept on saying Al this, Al HaMashem, Al Shol. Each one is a different tearing. Every time you hear a terrible rumor, a terrible Shmua, news, bad news, you do Kriya, they told Shmua, terrible, terrible tragedy. 12,000 Jews were killed by the king Shavar Malka, Bimizigas Kesari. In Kesaria, Mizigas Kesari, they all died, 12,000. I mean, just take the number 49 of Miron and think about what 12,000 means. We were shocked. How long? 45. 45 Miron and 12,000, 12,000 Jews. But he didn't even tear Kriya Says the Gemara Leomru, Yeah, we don't tear Kriya when we hear about Miron. We hear when it's Rev Tibur. In other words, Rav Klaisol doesn't mean the most of Klaisol, like in the Shoah, six million Jews died, and most Klaisol. It means that most Klaisol went out to war and they were defeated. A lot of them died, a lot of them ran away, they were defeated. It says Gemara, but the whole story doesn't make sense. Umi kata you die. never laid a finger on a Jew. told Shmuel himself. Tastingly, we know what this Lashem means. Tastingly means I should get a rewarded. I never killed Yudi Ma'il. I never killed a Jew. It's not that he never killed a Jew. Of course he killed a Jew. When he deserved it. These Jews deserved it. In other words, I didn't kill a Jew because he's a Jew. I, if a guy deserves the death penalty, I'm going to give him the death penalty. That's not what I meant. The sound of the harps, of the violins, the mizigas kesari, from this place kesari, they were rebelling against Shavar Malka and they were playing music in his face. Shura the Lukia, Poka Shura the Lukia, the wall of Lukia, so to speak, it's a, it's a marshal. They were, they were so, the, the music was so loud that the wall breached. In other words, they were in the face of the king, they were rebelling, they were playing music against his will, in his face. So they, he had to kill them. So, but it was a tragedy and Shmuel didn't tear Kriya because you don't tear Kriya unless it's a Rav Klai Yisrael. How do you know when somebody curses Hashem, you have to rip Kriya? 
So he's talking about Rav Shokei. Rav Shokei. Rav Shokei, he is the one that cursed. It says, So he cursed Hashem, and they had a tear, their clothing. We're going to take that story and plant it somewhere else. If somebody hears somebody cursing, Hashem, or you hear from a person that heard, Chayiv Likroya. Tzai just brings this lashon from the Gemara that says that you say, what, do you, what, what happens is that the Edom come and they don't want to say the curse, but you have to say what the guy said. You, so they say, look in they say, Yake Yoisi Es Yoisi. Instead of saying Hashem, they call him Yoisi. Hashem should hurt Hashem, but instead of saying those words, because you're not allowed to say it, they say, Yaki Yaisi Yaisi, all the way at the end, when they have everything ready to go, and they're going to kill this guy, one of them says the exact words that he, that, that he heard, Zokti Gemara, Ve'edim Einu Chayel Mikroya. Those who testify don't have to tear again, They were there at the story, they heard it, they tore. Who cares what they heard then? But now they hear it again, they should do another Kriya. Hamelech Chizkiyo, so Chizkiyo heard Vayikra as begadav. Hamelech Kora Veheim Loikaru. Just an interesting story that the Gemara tells us. I forgot where it was exactly. Sanhedrin, I think maybe. That Rav Shokei, there was a there was a Tanad. I think it was a Tanad. Bar Kapara's grandfather. Bar Kapara, Bar Preda, Bar Preda's grandfather. Who's the one that taught the Talmud four hundred times? Preda. So his grandfather saw a skull in the street and he decided to bury it. But what he noticed that it said on the skull, Zois Voidacheres. Said the words, Zois Voidacheres, on the skull. So he took the skull, he buried it, and then the skull popped out again, he buried it again. And he realized that it's... Who was it? No. That was a different story, maybe. Um, maybe it was Yoyakim. Yoyakim. Uh, Okay, fine, forget it. Say the story a different time. I have to know the story. I think it was Yoyakim. Now, I thought it was Rav Shokei, but maybe it's Yoyakim. The basic. Right, he was just a guy. He wasn't a king, but there was a bad king. Okay, fine. Let's see. Maybe it's coming up. The bottom line of that story was I'll just tell you the end of the story. The end of the story was that he said, okay, he's a, he must be the king that can be buried. And maybe it's Yeshio. We'll see. I forgot who it is. And he, he, he put it in a nice box. And put it in his house. And his wife showed up. This Tana Barkapara's grandfather. And she says, oh, this skull. What's the skull doing here? It must be my husband's ex-wife. So she took it and put it in the oven and burnt it. So then he said, oh, that's the pshat. It's going to happen again. Fine. The, the king heard Rav Shaki say his thing. And Mamela, he, he tore his garden, but the, the witness is not. How do you know you don't hear, you don't sew back? Asi kriya kriya. So Rashi says one thing, they take it out. The Hagois Vitsyunim takes it out. So I'm going to go to feed the Hagois Vitsyunim. Rashi says David, and you see it says on top the fourth line, and he says, no, it's not David, it's Elisha. It says, by Elisha, by Kroim, Lishnaim Kroim. And then it says, Beliakim, by Kruim, Begadim. Same Lashin, Kera, Kera. So. Xerishava, that you don't sew it back. 
Sefer Torah Shinizer Menolan. How do you know if a Sefer Torah is burned? The Chsiv Aiki Kroy Yehudi Sholish Glosis Varba. So Yirmiya, you sing over Eicha, and so they wrote it down, and he said three, four psukim, and they burnt the the Yirmiya. What happened? The Chsiv Aiki Kroy Yehudi. Yehudi was reading Sholish Glosis Varba. Three, four psukim. Vatar, he took a knife. Asoifer vahashlichalesh. Did I just skip? Yeah. Um, nice job. He took it and he threw it into the fireplace. What happened? They told Yayakim, this is the guy that, that is, his skull says, void. That what? He has the Eicha. What's, what does it say in Eicha? And he said, Okay? The city's going to be desolate. I'm a king, it doesn't apply to me. Everybody else, maybe they're going to fly out of here, not me. Oh, we're all, they're going to cry. You should lie. I know Malka. Don't worry about it. I'm staying here. Go saw you, me, Another pasuk. There's going to be a lot of suffering. You do suffer. I know Malka. Dark Enough. Four psukim. I know Malka. Don't worry about it. Oh, now he wakes up. you Sorel the Roish. The enemy is going to be the head. They're going to be the king. Oh, now he wakes up. Oh my man Omra. Who? Who? Who said this? Ki Hashem. In that pasuk, it says Ki Hashem hoigo aroy peshoya. Hashem said it because of all the averes. Miad. Oh, you're talking about me. Miad kodar kol askaros. He went and he took out all the askaros, all the names of Hashem. Shabbos usrafim beish. So this Rasha zois vaydacheres. Some Tana in later generations, his wife took his skull and burnt it in the oven. He's scaring us. You're not scaring me. So you see, they should have torn, but they didn't tear. So you see, on that, on on Mivarach is Hashem, you have to tear your goddamn. How do you know that it's that they should have torn the clothing because of the curse? Maybe it's because of the bad, this whole, this whole, this whole stuff that's going to happen. That Yishlaim is going to be nechrab. It's just a prediction. It's an avios that's going to happen later, but not now. Listen to this. If you see a sevetayr according to Ravuno, you see that a sevetayr tor chayv kriyos. You have to tear your clothing in two different places. One because of the parchment that's torn. Because of the letters. There's two things. There's the Megillah, the parchment, and there's the words in the Megillah. He wanted to go to the bathroom. He put his tefillin. He put his tefillin on top of a pillow. Oh, I have a great picture of Astridge. Astridge came, wanted to eat the tefillin. 
Not even a smile. <laughs> we're, we're very, the was very depressed today because we're talking about Avelos. Everybody's in the. <laughs> that guy, what's the guy's name from New York that does root canals? Not Dr. Levitin. Lemais, I have to tell you a little bit about, we're talking about ostriches, I have to tell you a little bit about ostrich. First of all, an ostrich could kill animals with a kick. Stam know. Second of all, it lives together with lions and it doesn't die from a lion. Why? Because it can run away from a lion. It can run 40 miles an hour. What else do I need to tell you about ostriches? Huh? Oh, I want to tell you something. You're wrong. An ostrich doesn't bury his head in the ground. So you heard it here first. They don't bury their heads. Next. What else do you want? They do eat glass and dirt. Why? Because it helps their digestive system. You want to know more stuff? I actually saw, I told you this, I saw an ostrich lay an egg in the biblical zoo in Yerushalayim. And then, immediately, it attacked the egg and ate the whole thing. Zog to Gemara. Fine. So the Gemara says, oh, all of a sudden, I don't know what the ostrich was doing there. I also had the opportunity, if you live in New York, you go to the safari in New Jersey, and there's ostriches, they used to be at least, and you open up the window, and they come in, and they, 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 they eat food from the other side of the car. It's a whole, don't open up your window over there. It's not a good idea. Omar, hashti, chayvli, shtei kriyos. He saw the ostrich about to destroy its film, so he said, okay, I have to do two kriyos. How do you know? I had a situation where some of my film was destroyed, and they didn't know what to do. I saw the coming to Rabbi Yudah, so I went to Rabbi Yudah, but he said, in the name of Shmuel, now when there's an accident, when a non-Jew comes and destroys your tefillin, like the Nazis, then you tear Kriya. But a, a person has a flood, an ostrich comes and grabs your tefillin, you don't have to, it's the funniest thing, I mean, think about it, ostrich, like they're walking around in bubble, suddenly an ostrich shows up and takes your tefillin. It's crazy. How do you know they have to tear Kriya when you see the Churban of Yehuda? So it was a sad story. 80 people came and they, they, they were shaved and they didn't, they didn't realize that the Beis Hamikdash is destroyed. And you ask the question, how did they not know the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed? They show up there and the, the bad guy, I forgot his name already, took them and killed them all. They came to bring carbon. They didn't even know this. It happened in our generation. The Ethiopians came here to Israel. They wanted to see the Beis Hamikdash. When they were told that there's no Beis Hamikdash, they fell on the floor and cried. They didn't, their whole life, they heard about this Beis Hamikdash. They had no idea. For generations upon generations, they never got the message. They never got a text message or the newspaper article. Nothing. They thought the Beis Hamikdash, they thought the coming to Israel, there's going to be a Beis Hamikdash, you're going to read People had to sit down and tell them, no, there's a Khurban. And that was like the first time that you could actually see visually how a person is oval on the Beis Hamikdash. The Bitsar Gadol. Ukruye Begadim, it says. They had a tear there Begadim when they found out there's no Beis Hamikdash. Umiz Gaidim. And they cut their flesh. They came to bring Karbanas. If you see these cities, your holy cities became a desert. You go to the Kaisal, what do you say? I just saw the Mishnah Buru, he brings. That the Bach says you have to bow and, and cry 
and be misabel and churban bismillah and you should say misbelasov and then you say baruch dain emes ki kol mishpat of tzedek veemes atzutam paaloi ki chodurach mishpat kelamuna veinovel tzedek yashrud bad tzedek kitzur ayin sham. I was just in the kaisel and I went to the this and I had a plan the whole time to sell my shirt to Tomer and I forgot to sell my shirt and I feel bad and. I, we have to take this more seriously. I have to take it more seriously. I have to have, there's a good aid to take a suit, a garbage suit that you have, and make that into your kaisal suit. Make a tear, and you keep on going to the kaisal with that, and you tear a little bit every time. Show you a picture here of Chaim Kanevsky. That's what he does. I think it's a great idea. There's plenty of people have plenty of old garments that they don't wear. And this is his kaisal jacket. Ask Maria to give you an extra suit. <laughs> you never give me any suits, but I have plenty that are sending my closet that are garbage. Koreal, make those from if you hear on the Khurban, you see it, once you get the Tsaifin, the place called Tsaifin, you could see the base of you tear. It says here that you tear twice, one in your Shalim, one on the base of you don't do once. The I have another picture somebody sent me, not great quality because he's a Yeshiva guy that doesn't have the great phone, but this was a picture that he had in a book. Of Reb Chaim Kineski shielding his eyes as he's going up to the Kaisal, so he doesn't have to tear Kriya. That's what it explains in the bottom here. He doesn't have to do Kriya just by seeing Yerushalayim. He didn't want to see Yerushalayim, so he puts the hat up. And uh, when he gets to the Kaisal, then up, oh, he's by the Kaisal. This is how you, this is a case of a person who sees the Kaisal before Yerushalayim. Like Asher, the Bagavim English, Bereisha, the Bagavim Yerushalayim. Tana Rabbanu, Vakulan Rashaim, the Shalalon, you could do this. Uh, we had the picture already, the uh, rudimentary kind of stitch. Ulamalalon, and to fold, well, the lockdown, where's my, where's my jacket over there, please? Well, the lockdown, come in, no, the other one, yeah, that one, thank you. So I was wearing this this morning, and I noticed that inside here, it's a perfect example. You see right over here, there's a stitch. I don't know if you can see, it's not as, there's a stitch. Then when you take it, you fold it the other way, it looks beautiful, it's nice in this. Why am I showing you this? Because I got this from uh, Dan Rubinoff, his company, Greystone. Plug in Greystone. This is where I do my refis and stuff. So Danny from Greystone, Yishkoyach. Here, beautiful jacket. I love it. What is it? Uh, yeah, the plug. Next time I expect something better than this, Danny. Okay, whatever. Oh, we got to do another sponsor here. Yeah. Uh, Sulamais. Here's a picture of Sulamis. This is Sulamis. It's like the stitch goes every other, like a, like a ladder. But not to make it beautiful and nice stitches. What kind of stitching are we talking about? The Alexandrian stitch was the top, top level stitch. Sponsored by Moshe Horn. By the way, I got a, a whole message from Moshe Horn, but I'm not going to talk about the message. But one very important thing that Moshe Horn said in the message is that he asked his Rav, and he does a lot, a lot of tzedakah, and it's betzina. But his Rav said that if it's a situation of tzedakah that gives peer pressure, and because of you, you tell somebody realizes you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to learn Torah, and he's also going to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, somebody sees that you're giving to MDY, and he'll also give to MDY, then it's a mitzvah to do it before Hesia. That's what Moshe Horn said. So Yishkoyach Moshe, and it's... In honor of Woody, Chewy, and the Kill Twins. I said Kale, but he said Kill. Sponsored in honor of Rebelli, wishing him at Sloch and all his endeavors, both in Gashmis and Ruchnias. I also, yeah, it said Kale like Kale. Okay, fine. 
the Kale twins, the Kill twins, whatever. Turn around, Bonan. I will find out tomorrow. If it's a really weak kind of stitching, if you tear, so we have to remember this halacha, if you do Kriya from within a very weak tear, but if it's sewn beautifully, like my jacket, it's only if it's the best of the best kind of stitch, and then you undo that, then you're So if you think about it in those days, this is a garment in those days, yeah? It doesn't have a lot of shape. So what you do is, Flip it over, sew this, sew it over here, sew it over here. Now you, your head pops out over here. Sew the bottom, you're good to go all over again. The kriya is on the bottom, who cares? Then you're permitted to sew up the bottom nicely. He says, no, you're not allowed. Again, they didn't have clothing. Clothing came at a very, very high price. So a great idea, you go into the Shiva house, you buy off those torn clothings for a discount, and uh, you sew them up and sell them again. You can't sew them up. You can only sell it torn. So maybe someone will buy it torn. So the guy that buys it torn, he'll say, well, I bought it off a second hand. I'm going to sew it up. No. He can't sew it up either. Therefore, so the seller has to put a big sign on it. There's a Kriya cloth. Yes, I'm selling it. It sounds nasty. But I'm telling you, you cannot sew it up. How much do you have to tear? One tefach. Let's say there's another dead person. There's another mace, unfortunately. You add another three fingers. We're going to take a little bit of this, of the tefach. And we're going to take a little bit of this, he argues. When it comes to begadim all over shas, tumas, three by three, so three, it's three bites. All you have to tear when you go to the kaisel with your special black kaisel frack is kosher. A little tiny bit. So it's a great idea, no? Everybody should have a little kaisel shirt. So you don't have to do this whole mechira business, which might not work according to this gemara that's coming up tomorrow. On this Amud, unfortunately. You have to tear a tefach. All you have to add is a kolshu. Says If they tell him your father died and he did kriya, his son died in the same day. So he adds a little bit. Look at this. He tore the red for his father. He tore the blue for his son. So he's allowed to stitch up the blue beautifully at the proper time after Shloishim. The red he can never stitch up beautifully because the red is his father's. But what if the red is for the son? And the blue is for the father. So over here, the reverse. Over here, he could sew up nicely the red. The blue, he can never sew up because that's for his father. Listen, this is a tragedy. But I heard of this tragedy. You all heard of it. This happened to Rabbi Shem Pinkos. To his son. I know his son very well. They told him, your father was in a car accident. Your mother was in a car accident. That's what happened. His sister also died in a car accident. Since he heard about all of them in one shot, he does one Korea till Tiburai 
His father is in the list. For a sister, you don't have to do all the way to the navel. But for a father, you do. So you do one kriya all the way to the navel to be yoy to the father. And within that kriya, you to the sister also. Father and mother. However, I love He has to do separate for the father and mother. You don't add my time, or why not? In other words, don't do, says, according to Rabbi Yudim Seira, so I'll, I'll be smart about it. That person will be smart about it. He'll do a tefach for his sister and then add one inch or go all the way to the navel for the father. No, my time of Rabbi a father does, is not, you're not yaitza with adding. That for a father and a mother, you cannot be yaitza with the brothers. Kriya, you have to do a separate kriya. We have the famous Yisoy Ba'avelos. We always go Lekula. And Lekula would mean one tearing in verses two. Avelos Lechud, Kriya Lechud. That's what one of the Tamid Chacham told me after this year when I asked the question, how come it's not brought in Rashi? That you could see Avelos from Kriya. You cannot see Avelos from Kriya. Kriya has nothing to do with Avelos. Kriya comes before Avelos even starts, before they put the body in the grave. You do Kriya. So Memela, you cannot learn. There's no Kula in Kriya. When it comes to Kriya, it's the Chumrah. Have a wonderful day.